Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Foreman in here doing a little tag team. Uh, East Eastrick yeah. headed up the headed up the highway to Flyway. I'm in here for the last hour. Brought to you by the Mercado, 84th and Havelock, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients, and butcher shop. Any type of meat, any type of cut. We up in here. It's championship weekend. Big Ten. Nate, plenty to talk about. Got the There's transfer portal light, lighting up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um. But then also on the flip side, Matt Rule and company hitting the pavement, wasting no time. Officially have hired, what, six coaches? Mm-hmm. So what does he have, four more to go? Uh, because, yes, yeah, so yeah. ten on-field staff, yes. So I'm assuming here by end of the weekend maybe, or at least have a better idea, but, you know, they're doing a good job trying to make the transition. You know, you got to meet with the guys here and then get on the road and go see some Potential guys in 23-24. So, uh, you know, things are heating up. That way you can focus on the good stuff. Obviously, some stuff, uh, you know, recent days haven't been so much. Not quite. Yeah. But did you guys talk about the Pac-12 championship today? Yeah, we we touched on it just a little bit here in the last segment. Uh, we didn't dive too much into it. Strick was saying that he likes Utah because they're more physical. You know, yeah, I think I think I think Utah brought the physicality to USC the first time, and that was USC jumped out on them early. But I think they stayed the course. I think, you know, Utah. I'll give them credit; they bounced back tremendously after taking that beating. You know, the first game. You know, they weren't ready for that type. But they're no. a team that generally gets better as the season goes on. And I think they've done it. I think they rebounded to beat USC. You know, early in the season. I think USC has gotten better defensively, to, and I think they're going to win. I think uh, you know they're in a you know obviously a good spot to get into the college football playoffs. I think if they're winning, when they're in, um, U- Utah is their their kryptonite. The only thing that worries me about USC is the ability to run the football, because I think Utah will will for one game get ready to you know obviously yeah. You know, defense their you know high high uh, coach too. high octane high octane passing attack. But when you talk about Travis Dye, they're you know potentially you know, I would say all Pac twelve running back. You know, he averages six yards a carry, nine touchdowns, really good out of the backfield. He's kind of like the guy that can kind of slow down the the you know the rocky rocky waters or, or you know. And so he's out, and he also he had a tremendous leadership factor on his team. So how they go about replacing him or his production? I know they got Austin Jones, who's a good running back himself, but he's not Travis Dye, so they think they're covered there. But Caleb Williams does a big job operating off schedule. So how does Utah um, game plan for that and adjust to how Caleb Williams is is attacking their defense throughout the the first part of the game is going to be huge because 
USC is a team that's gonna they're gonna try to come out early and get yeah. up like twenty one seven and then yeah. kind of get you you know pinned in what you know make you play with one hand behind your back that way you can't run the ball take the ball out of their hands did it the first game yeah right and so they're trying to you know do it again but then obviously being able to effectively run the ball I think the run defense has gotten a little bit better but this is going to be an ultimate test so it's going to be up to Utah to see you know what they've learned from the first victory and what they've learned from the new USC team that they're playing right now because they cannot they cannot prepare for this game as if they're playing the same USC team that they played early and neither can USC and so you know look it's a all all eyes will be on them it's a Friday night game championship I mean all the pressures on USC all 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 of it and it's not only that. In two short years, they're going to be going into Big Ten. So what, if you're thinking about Lincoln, if you're Lincoln Riley, I came out here to dominate, try to you know win the Pac-12 championship two years in a row. If you win it this year, then put yourself in a you know in a possibility to win two years in a row. Um, is it, huge. And so you know it, it's going to be an interesting game, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how each each teams attack each other because Utah plays a style of football that isn't necessarily Pac-12-esque. It's kind of like more of a Big Ten type of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but they, they always feel like they have a chip on their shoulder as well, you know. And so um, I'm excited to watch the game. I think it's going to be a decently high-end scoring game, but I'm really interested to see, you know, Caleb Williams, how he plays in the big moment, all that front runner for the Heisman. I mean, there's a ton of pressure there for the Trojans. A ton, ton of pressure on Lincoln Riley, too. I mean, you got to look at his history. He's – he chokes. I mean, there yeah. are a lot of times that he had chances in the playoffs where he probably had the better team and he can't get it done. Yeah. So it's it's a big test for Lincoln Riley, too, and say, okay, well, you took this big money, you brought in Caleb Williams to USC, now prove it. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, they, they have all the star power. Pretty sure Snoop would be on the sidelines, all, oh, their, yeah. all their guys. And, and um, you know, they have all the pressure. They have the big-name coach. You kind of – you got them, you know – in a, I wouldn't say a backdoor deal, but it, it was kind of like almost Luke Fickle, Fickle thing. They were, everybody thought he was going to, to LSU. He said, no, well, I'm, you didn't ask me about USC. So, um, you know, there, there's a lot of pressure. But uh, I think USC has enough weapons that they'll be able to circumvent that. It's just how well do they play in the trenches will lead to uh, a victory or a loss for them. But yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. This is what uh, Corey and Lincoln says. USC has improved all season, is the better team than Utah. But Dre, Jay brings up the important question. Can these guys handle the pressure? Handle the pressure, and anybody can get up for one game. And Utah beat them last time. And, yes, USC is a different team. Utah, you know, they lost to, to UCLA. Uh, they lost a, a close game to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Oregon, obviously, you know, hit him with some explosive plays, but Oregon's defense, I think, is a little bit better than USC. So, you know, can 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 Utah live up to the expectation, excitement, in the way that they played against Ohio State last year in the Rose Bowl? I know there's more time to prepare for that, but that's where the, the high expectations came in for Utah. They always are going to be able to run the ball. You know they're going to be well coached. You know they're going to be physical. But can that physicality – um, really, really, you know, stymie the athletic ability of USC in their in their passing attack is going to be huge. Yeah, and um, you know that game, you know the Kansas State TCU game, another game. I mean, we obviously we had the one of the best se- <laughs> segments ever yesterday. You know, and I started. I got to, heated, and I started to think about the Kansas State team. You know, if they stick to the run, you know, I think Howard starting at quarterback gives them a little bit more in the passing game. Can Kansas State defense withstand Max Duggar, the the quarterback in that offense, for
for four quarters. Kansas State's defense is pretty salty. I think they're the best in the Big Pac or in the in the in the Big Twelve. But TCU is the best offense, and they again, like USC, has have gotten better every single week. So the only flip side to this one though is that TCU's already beat Kansas State. Exactly. So, so this is literally flipped. Flipped, right? Yeah, and it's again, it's hard to beat them twice. Um, like you said yesterday, um, and it and it sucks, you know, both for USC and and TCU. Mm-hmm. You got to win. There's no you can't show up like Georgia and Michigan. If you lose, you're still in, right? Oh, they won't leave them out. No, Michigan. they're already in. They already said the numbers and all that. They're already in. Oh, really? Where these yeah. guys, you know, you got if you lose, Alabama and in uh, Ohio State are in. So, you know, I don't. I would be very surprised if both of these teams lost. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if both of them both of them win. I do think they're the better team than their opponent. But again, playing in championship type of games, getting up for one game, Kansas State thinking, you know, nobody respects us. We should have beat them last time because they led majority of that game, had control of the game, and that was when Adrian was playing well. Remember, he left early, then right. came back, and then Howard started to play. Then he had a couple of crucial interceptions. Then TCU turned that into fourteen quick points, mm-hmm. and then it was over after that. It's 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 these are the two most exciting games because most of most are on the line. You yeah. know, and um you know, the, obviously the Big 10 championship would be good. Um obviously Michigan is going to be heavily heavily favored regardless of who's playing running back in the SEC SEC it's it's kind of you seem like you know it seems like two foregone conclusions. Mm-hmm. And the ACC championship doesn't really excite me in the sense of Clemson hasn't looked good all year even though they I think they what they went 10 games in North Carolina, ever since they were in like a barn burner, sixty-three to sixty-one against Appalachian State, I was like, "Dude, you, you guys, you, that's just." I mean, I know that game was exciting, came down to the last play, but come on, bro, <laughs> it's no different than when people were looking at Nebraska after Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern came in here and just went bingo on you and just broke oh all types gosh. of records. So, you know, championship weekend where you separate the champions champions from the chumps. And, uh, you know, you can't – you can't also the Tulane-UCF game, I think that'll be the most exciting game. I think that – I mean, that's what that league is, up and down, scoring a lot of points. Give me so, Tulane. You like, I like you know, Tulane. I like, I, like, I, like I like Tulane. I like the way they play. They're, they try to be physical in that league. You know, down there in Louisiana, New Orleans, you're going to have a ton of athletes. So, I think it's, it's going to be good viewing of college football. And Pac-12 starts it off tonight because just think if – there's some sort of upset. How that changes the narrative and the pressure for that TCU game going tomorrow. Say, just say Utah wins. USC's out, right? The press- USC is certainly out, right? Well, if they lose, they're out. The pressure then goes right down to TCU. Does it though? Oh yes. Oh, I yeah. think because you know what you're thinking about in the hotel. TCU should be no. If USC loses, that should mean that TCU is even more locked in. Yeah, that's what you would like. But in reality, but Nate, the pressure. Because I'll give you Ohio State, but a two-loss Alabama over okay, TCU, come I on. understand, but just think about the pressure, though. Okay, say say TCU's in, but the, you still got to play a game. I know. You still got to play a game. And then say you say TCU loses, Kansas State's win. They're going to be sitting around watching TV, waiting for their 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 you know their, their name to get popped up. The pressure. You will, are going to be stressed out. out. Yes, cause, because you just saw what could happen to you on a Friday night. So they're right. They're in a whole, they're, they probably had a pregame meal about to go watch a movie or whatever. If they don't watch a movie, they're watching. They're sitting up in their hotel room right now, right now, possibly thinking it's coming on. Then you know what they're going to do? Dog. Did you see what happened to you? USC. Dang. They lost. They ain't, they out. 
then you start thinking, what if we lose? This this is our ultimate kryptonite. This is the best defense in the Big 12. Do, are we facing Howard? Are we facing the oh, Adrian Martinez? Right. <laughs> are we are we is little Deuce Deuce going to run run wild on us? Because Kansas State's physical. Can we crank it up and be physical one more time? You know, then the doubt starts to get into your mind, Nate. Did I lift weights? You know, you know, I didn't lift weights the last couple of weeks, and we're playing against a physical team. Dang. Then there ain't no turning back. Then you, then as you get you start close, overthinking. Yeah. Then you start playing tight. Then Kansas State is out there looking like they're in warp speed. Then what? Then the game gets tight. Oops. All the perfection, all the stuff that you had go your way during the season. The walls, of, I, I call it. I used to call it the walls of Jericho start to come in on you. And then that sphincter muscle starts to get tight. <laughs> Boom, and then you start. Then you start watching. I, then, this would be a choke because TCU's undefeated. Then you start watching the clock. Then you start getting mad at every call. Did you see that at all sides? He's touching me too much. It, it, it's, you it's playing fun. the game like this? It, 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 no, I've never done that. But I've been in other people's heads, right? Oh, you, you, Nate put his hand on me at six yards. That, that should be a pass interference. Should be holding. You come to the sideline, dog. I, I was open. You wasn't open. You was you was covered. <laughs> you start seeing ghosts, and then the next thing you know. Kansas State, and here they go. They just rush the field. Then you get on the bus. Then you got to turn on social media. Got about 40 texts from your boys. Dog, I thought we was going to college football playoffs. What happened, man? Good good year, son. Good job. Stay up. Get money. Stay up, get yeah, money. Yeah. And then you get on that plane. You don't even want to eat the burger. You're just looking outside. Then it takes another <laughs> two hours for you to take off. You might get some plane trouble. Then the just regret steps in. That's what TCU is going to be. No, 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 that. no, then, no, then, no, no. Then we didn't even talk about what USC is doing. They play at seven o'clock. It is five fifteen. They're in the locker room right now. Okay? <laughs> they are in the locker room. Yeah, as much excitement as they have, they are looking across the field at a team that kicked their butt. That already beat them. Yeah, already beat them up physically and. Aren't scared one lick. A team that everybody fears. nothing to lose. Yep. And a team that fears nobody. That shows up with a chip on their shoulder coming down from Salt Lake City. They're going to have guys from L.A. They're going to all know each other. They got the, they got some big Samoans, so you know they're going to be tough. And you know they're going to hit. They were in the Rose Bowl last year. They beat you up physically the first year. They ain't scared about Caleb Williams. Your best running back's out. Your defense, you know, you, who knows if you can stop somebody. <laughs> and they just over there. Then you see – and then then the problem is here, Nate. If you look over there and you see them boys bouncing in that kickoff and somebody gets obliterated on a kickoff. Oh, your kickoff, no. As the offensive line is running out there, they're scared. And here comes these dudes from Utah. That's what this is about. Can you handle the pressure, Nate? And I see you right now. I see the pressure on you. I see that vein coming right. I here. can handle the pressure, but the, but but Nate, you're, here's what's on your mind. You're thinking, is he is Jay right about Kansas State? He's narrating. He, you know what it is. You're like Jay's narrating this loss for can for this loss for TCU, and I can see it's making your blood boil. Look at your, the vein. I right can there, think they, in my head all yes. of the scenarios in which case that no matter what TCU that you will have, get in. That look that you have would be one that would show up. On what is it, TikTok or Instagram, where the people will be throwing their, their phones through TVs? Then you'd be down at Barry's. <laughs> that holding would court. be me. You would be at Barry's holding court. Can you believe this? TCU's not in it. 
Then you would be recruiting. It would be trash. Then you, then you would be recruiting everybody. I there. would be. And yeah. everyone would be on my side right. but you. Everybody would be on your side. Yeah. I wouldn't be there. No. I would be text messaging you, laughing at I you. I know. And you would that's be down the wor- there. No, that's the worst problem is TCU has to win this. I just, I can't. How much? How, okay. Over under one or two days, how many days would you lose sleep? And don't say zero because you would not sleep. <laughs> like two or three. Right, yeah. You would not sleep. You'd be. I would well, the problem is that's why I've decided I'm not going to gamble on this game. I'm not going to touch it because I I'm, do that a lot. Never gamble with emotion. Do not gamble with them. In this game, I'm too emotional about this game. I'm not touching it. So you know what? I'll be okay. I'll so be you're, okay. You're not, you don't want to watch it. You just want to check your phone. I'll probably – no, I'll probably – nah, I probably won't watch it. I probably won't watch it. You're really scared that TCU Well, no, it depends. Lose. No, here, because you got to remember, too, the United States plays at 9 o'clock. So that will probably decide my happiness for the day. So if the United States beats the Netherlands, nothing can stop me. I'm on top of the world. Oh, we have a good caller in, or we have a good texter in here in the Sarah Heyman text line. 4491 says, no way TCU loses despite the early close game. The fact that they are undefeated by the resilience, mm-hmm. not by uh, by resilience, not by their talent on their team. They never backed down or lost focus. That is true. But Give my horn frogs some credit. I'm giving them credit, but I just like taking you to the dark side. I'll be no. It'll my happiness will depend on Team USA. Uh oh, Corey and Lincoln has a rebuttal. He said K State could easily, easy, and he emphasizes easily. I know that. No, and that's the thing is I know I know they could. I know right, they Corey? Could. It could just be power run game, lessen the uh, uh, offensive uh, attempts for you guys, and then you, the pressure starts to get on you. You know, you try to th- you try to go deep. You're down by ten. You try to throw that ten that ten point deep pass. It ends up getting broken up on third and 15. Mm. Chris Hawkins says Dykes is a great coach. And TCU I doesn't what, lose. Yeah, no, oh, I want to oh, know what oh, the, oh, the text here we go. thinks. Here we go. 37-64 K-State before Howard and AM got hurt in game. Oh, look at it. Now look at this. Look at this. This thing is just lighting up. Corey. Oh, they got what a question. What is this? Did this soccer kid go to TCU? What are we? What are we? What are we doing here? Text line for yeah. one. For what it's worth, I am a fan of the United States. I'm not a fan of soccer. I, I to be honest, with you, this is the only time of the year that I'll watch soccer. And no, I did not go to TCU. But I like to look out for the little guys. You are. You're welcome, Henry. I look out for the little guys because you know what you oh, guys co- said but yesterday. You know what, but you know. <laughs> you know what you said. You said TCU won't get in because they're TCU. That's what you said. That's what you said. If that they came, lost. That came out of Jay Foreman's mouth. I and said that me. is wrong. And that's why I look out for the little guys. That's wrong. Oh, and you my know God. It. I said me if they lose. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 0019 is called football. Nate, he said, Nate Brennan, K-State is going to win. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Sorry. He, he, hey, he left me. Sorry, brother. Sorry. Bo Lever said, TCU is the most likable Texas team. I do agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that, Nate. Nate, it is called football according to 0019, man. Well, I, but it's the thing, too, is everyone that's hating on TCU, they said the same thing that uh, was going to happen with Texas. Remember, Texas was a touchdown favorite. TCU said, hold my beer. Six four nine one said, why, why a TCU, TCU fan on Husker Talk Radio? And he sounds like Michael J. Fox. Wait, a TCU fan? No, you guys need to understand, okay, what is happening right now? For one, I'm a Virginia Tech fan. That's where I graduated, for anyone that may not have heard yet. I talk about it a lot. Huge Hokie fan. 
For two, I'm not a TCU fan. I'm a fan of the little guys that for some reason are left out of this conversation. TCU, no matter what, should be in the college football playoff, and I stand by that. You're not going to change my mind, Jay Foreman. You're uh, not going to change my mind. I, I just think if they lose, they're not. They're out. I know that's going to happen. I just don't think that's right. I think that's yeah. wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of things in this world that didn't right, but guess what? That's right. the reality. I know. and I, and I hope for your sake. And I understand. I hope for the meltdown of Nate Brennan of all meltdowns that TCU does what they've done all year, rise to the occasion, and wins. That would be awesome. But I will tell you this. I would, on the other hand, enjoy <laughs> enjoy sitting back and just reading all the, twi- the Twitter timeline and you just completely melting down every 15 minutes as you get more amped up and amped up as TCU is not in the f- college football play. I know because, I, for one, I'm not oblivious. I know that's going to happen. I know that if TCU loses, they're going to be left out, which is garbage. And two, I'm with you guys. I think this might be a trap game. I think this is a trap game. You've already beat them once. It's tough to beat a team twice. And Kansas State, Kansas State's a good football team, and they're very well coached. Yeah. Well, and that scares me. You know what, people? We have Nate almost on the edge again on a Friday, a cold Friday, the cold front coming in. We're going to let him recover, rest and recover, and, re- <laughs> also, and regenerate. Also, uh, Texter, I was not there when Druckenmiller. Jim Druckenmiller, you remember him? Yeah, I remember big old. We, we call him, what, Jason Peter called him, what, like a big old Daffy Duck up there or something like that, or Big Bird. First-round draft pick. Yeah, he was. He was great. Well, we'll be back. We're going to head to a little little break. We're going to let uh, my man Nate recover. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about the soccer game tomorrow. Um, or, no, actually, we'll do that at the end of the hour. We're going to talk about the transfer portal, guys, what it means, and is it a big deal or not. We'll be back. Old School Jay Foreman, Nate Brennan. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price.